Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the scenery, but most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. Kind of a nerd. It's cool, I'm taking it back. Everyone else is growing and changing all the time, and that's not really my jam. I'm more of a fast blinking, stoic, removed, uncomfortably self aware type. I'm being extremely clever up here, and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? Okay, so 10 out of 10 for style, but minus several million for good thinking. Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Nerd Mode. It's been, again, forever. Really, really, really forever. Yep. Our schedules are absolutely chaotic lately. And it doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. Not mine, no. <laughs> so we're going to do our best to increase the amount of episodes the best we can. Whereas there might be a day I will just do a solo episode, get Angie or my co-host, a better introduce, Ditsy B. Hey, yo. <laughs> and I am Spacebuck Chuck. We are the biannual hosts of... <laughs> That's pretty accurate. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Can confirm. <laughs> um, actually, that just kind of made me realize something. I, uh, we're going to get you hooked up one of these days, and I'll show you how to use the editing software and all that stuff, so that if you are ever just sitting home bored and alone, you can, by all means, Means hop on, record an episode. I trust you to uphold the spirit of nerd mode, no problem, and throw an episode out there. I'll work on a, a theme song just for you, for the, the female side of nerd mode. Oh, there you go. That's cute. Yeah, I already have the song and a couple audio clips I'm going to put in there. So I got to work on that. So what have you been up to, Ange? What's new? What's new? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's new. Everything Nothing's... is old. Everything is the same. I'm boring. I've always <laughs> said that I'm boring. Well, you did buy some nice new tech this year. I have new year. tech, and one of them is actually on my favorite list, so I'm going to save that one. But so yeah, I, I, my scheduling changed, so I work a lot more overtime now, so I have more, I have extra money. So I invested in a brand new Alienware desktop computer that I love. It's got lights on it and everything. Yeah, we'll have to, when you get your new desk and new space, you're going to have to figure out how to get your VR hooked up to that puppy. Oh, I know. Because there I, won't be any game you can't play perfectly. I know, I know. Crack I know. that puppy open. Take her out on the freeway, step on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a racing game in VR? I'm I have one, but I haven't played it yet. Oh. I hear you're, it's better if you have like a steering wheel and those are like $70 and I'm not a big racing guy but it's called 
um, Project Cars 2. And then I also have Desert Bus Simulator that I want to play in VR. <laughs> have you heard about that game? No. Oh, Donovan played it one day. It's literally you drive a bus down the desert. There's no people. There's no buildings. There's no um, obstacles. The only thing is that your bus slowly lists to the left or right, so you have to steer it and keep it in the lane. If you go off the road, it sends you back to the beginning. And if you do it for eight hours straight, that's eight real hours. Guess what you get? Time and a half? A point. A point? <laughs> I guess it's used dominantly for uh, charity streams. People play that for 24-hour streams, and then people donate and everything. And but it, there's a VR version. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so drab and boring. I need to play it. <laughs> um, not much new on my end besides the Twitch streaming I've been doing bi-weekly. This week was a little tough. We had a uh, flu take over half the house. So, so it's kind of been a triage unit this week. Today's the first day where everyone's functional. Um, it passed me by so far, knock on wood, but, uh, so that's been a little trickier. I've been doing a lot more chores around the house, helping out everybody that's not feeling so well. So I didn't get a stream in this week, which has me a little bummed because my, to become affiliate, you have four tiers you have to hit. One is you have to have 50 followers, which I just got. Two is you have to stream on seven different days, and I've always had that, but that might yeah. have fallen away. Three is to stream 16 hours, I think, or eight hours, something like that, in like a 30-day period, which two days, I'm done with that one. <laughs> and then the fourth and hardest one is to have an average of three viewers on a stream over the course of that month, and that's been the trickiest one, and that was the only one I had left. And now I think after this week, I might be down to one of four instead of three. but. That's all right. Next, in two weeks' time, I can jump on, get back under the saddle, and play some more. So, this episode is going to be a five by five by five kind of a wrap up and hopeful for the future kind of episode where we're going to talk about the, the highs and lows of 2019 as well as what we're excited about in 2020. So I have my three lists, my 15 items. I should just say them randomly, and you have to guess which category <laughs> they fall under. Knowing you, I would know exactly where they go. I think I bet you could. Yeah. There's a couple that are curveballs. And then we have a little bit of trivia. Trivia. I have three, if you want all three, and you have one. I have one. I'm still looking. I'm not finding anything. <laughs> I find one like, oh, I think I used that one already. So I, yeah, go for it. I didn't. I did, okay. I'll go back. Yeah, I don't know how, like, I'm kind of proud of the ones I came up with. They might not be overly difficult, but the sheer randomness and how quickly, like, I was literally dropping Annabelle off at school. And on the way there, two of them popped up. And then on the way back, a third came into mind. I'm like, man, these are just across the board. This is like, Je not Jeopardy difficulty, but randomness of trivia. Yeah. Which is good, so, because I have random crap stuck in my head, so... <laughs> It'd probably work out pretty well. All right. So did you want me to start with one or two and then 
Yeah, go ahead. You okay. you go first. The first one is a slow pitch lob over home plate. I think you'll be able to hit this one. <laughs> In the burbs, what was the name of Walter's dog? Oh, Queenie. Yep. See, whenever I hear that name, I imagine him yelling it out across the yard and how awful Queenie. I sound it. Yeah. Queenie. That's what, that's, what, that's what popped in my head, too. Because yeah. I'm like, what is it? He says it in the movie. Yeah, he says it a lot. All right. All right. Here, how about I do one of mine, then I'll do the, the one I found that I think I've already done before. It's, okay. a, it's a quote from a movie. <clears throat> All right. It says, death is but a door. Time is but a window. I'll be back. Is Vigo of Ghostbusters <laughs> too? Yep. I say I think I've done that one already, I but feel like you have. But that's I think okay. I have, but oh well. You would have right, got it one, right anyway, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. One of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Got movie. a bad rap. It I think a did. Lot of people kind of crapped on it. Same with I'm not gonna lie, the remake or the alternate universe one that came out like two years ago. I yeah. think that got a bad I, rap. I think it got a bad rap because of the whole peace and love thing that was at the, in the movie. It's like, oh, it's yeah. kind of corny. Um, all right, this one, I think you're going to get it. If you don't, I'll be kind of disappointed. This is one of them that just <laughs> as I was going, I'll be so disappointed in you. A, a little. It'll hurt. <laughs> I have to turn in my nerd card for a week. All right. See this? I'm already like starting to say this one. I know you're going to get it. <laughs> in Portal 2, what were the name of the two robots that you play in co-op? Oh, shoot. One's Dot. Um. Oh, no. And I can see them in my head. Oh, no. I got Dot's one, though, right? No. No! No. <laughs> You said that in the media. I'm like, oh no, maybe that's not a hard one. <laughs> oh, I don't. And I'm not searching online, anybody. I don't do that. Um, no, that's, there's no fun doing that. No, and you hear my keyboard clicking. I don't remember. Atlas and Peabody. Oh crap! <laughs> and side note to that, what made me think about it is over the next uh, year or so, I'm gonna get a new tower for the main computer I use. Yeah. And it has a glass side so you can see the inside and all the lights and everything. And what people have been doing that looks really cool is they put like a, a toy or a pop figure inside the case. So it's just kind of oh. part of it. See, I had a clear it, computer in the day, back in the day. Yeah, it yours was like cool. all clear. It was, yeah, it was, mine was acrylic and it was all and clear. Giant. Um, but I might get an Atlas or Peabody in there because it's going to be a white case um, with glass side i'm like that'll look kind of cool yeah and if he has arms oh. you can have him like touching the glass like help i'm stuck yep. in this box <laughs> wow so you didn't get uh, that's surprising I, we played as them for like a decade <laughs> i know <laughs> which we should actually play those again though i know or... i don't think we ever finished it did we no i think so i think we had done like all of the the co-op stuff all oh the yeah it wasn't maps. really I a think... story it yeah you just you went from layer to layer yeah but we can get it on steam and there's a bunch of user created levels and stuff so we can i really... have it on steam i bought it so i have portal one and two so because that's when i got the computer i didn't know what to do so i'm like uh yeah. portal i'll play portal even though it needs like barely any graphics yeah it's kind of crazy that <clears throat> a game that looks that way doesn't take much off your system yeah 
So now I'm nervous about my third one because I don't know if you're maybe maybe I'll <laughs> maybe backwards. I'll stun you. Maybe this is the one I'll you'll stun get. You and get it. Maybe because oh. I had to look it up just to make sure I was pronouncing it right. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Here's my my question that I actually thought of. <clears throat> Who did Peter Quill name his ship after in Guardians? Alyssa Milano. Nice. <laughs> I thought that's obscure I, I, enough. <laughs> well, I copied that idea when I play uh, um, No Man's Sky. Oh, what really? I forgot the name. I didn't <laughs> name it Milano. Um, was, was, was it, did you call name? it Dushku? No. No, I'm not a big fan of her. She's all right. No, I named it uh, my first ship, Sorsha. Do you know who that is? Yeah, that's the the um Oh god, she's in a whole bunch of movies now. She was just in Little Women. No, no, this is um this or is a, a different one. The character name. Oh. No. It's probably pronounced the same, but it's a totally different. I was like if you get this, this is going to be a redemption for <laughs> I need redemption now. You do. Okay. Like if when you said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, really? This is really obscure. So anybody listening, I named my first bit ship Sorsha. So you have to try to remember what that's from. I don't know what that's from. That's the uh redheaded warrior chick on Willow. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't remember much of the movie. Yeah, I just I had to look up her name too because I was trying to find a character to name my first ship after, and I didn't want to go too generic and name it. Oh, I'm going to name it after Natasha Romanoff or yeah, uh, Scarlet Witch. You know, I was like, I want something kind of obscure. I'm like, oh, the what's that one girl's name from Willow? Yeah, I don't remember that movie that much. I wasn't expecting you to get that. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) get this or you don't. But no, I like that idea of. Yeah. Name it after pop culture icons. Okay, here's number three. This is the one I thought was the level three question. Okay. In Harry Potter, the Half-Blood Prince, what spell did Harry use that nearly ended Draco Malfoy's life? Oh, um... I'm trying to think how to pronounce it. A Nakamura? Something like that? I'm not even close, am I? No. No. That's my favorite Harry Potter movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't remember how to pronounce it. You looked it up. How do you pronounce that? Sectumsempra. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yep. Now I feel like I need to turn in my... I need to turn in my nerd card for the week. Yep. We are... This is the... I'm grounded. The final episode of Nerd mode we're going to shift gears and i'm just gonna talk about baking (laughs) baking is where you take stuff See, i would be much better at baking than you would so that'd be like my show i want to talk about making eggs because i can make some (laughs) eggs (laughs) that's like all i've eaten all week same i'm actually quite proud um because as as you know, the listeners don't know, as I'm going back on a modified keto diet, watching my carb intake. And for a while, I was logging all my food, but I noticed that the food thing was getting mad at me because I wasn't eating the right amount of calories for my diet, which I'm not starving myself, just my appetite's changed since then. Today, I only got an egg souffle thing. I didn't get a sandwich. 
The other day at work, I went to get a couple boiled eggs for a snack. They didn't have any, so I got a salad. Like, oh. Getting pretty proud of myself. My sugar and <laughs> carb intake is getting low. I still have a bit of a, a gut, though. I don't miss it. It's holding on this time around. <laughs> is that your baby fat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My donut storage doesn't know where to go anymore. Yeah. It wants to hang on to you. It loves you so much. It really does. That's why they call it love handles. Oh, okay. That's um, why it's love and it hangs on. <laughs> so trivia is done and disappointed. Trivia was a bust. I'm usually pretty <laughs> good too. I just I'm maybe you were so wrapped up and worried about your trivia that that yeah, part of your brain. I didn't clear my mind before we did it. So yeah, you didn't go zen. We have. I don't know if you've done it with uh, your echoes. But they have a Jeopardy game that updates every day with five, no, ten questions. Oh, yeah? Man, if you want to feel dumb while standing in your kitchen, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, like, there are some questions. Like, I know it. I don't know the word. And then Alex like, you need to form that in a question. I'm like, I know, Alex. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not helping me right now. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Um. Should we do? Should we start on a low note? We'll say our least favorite things of 2019. Sure. And then we'll start working our way up to the positive. We're gonna go with the flow of sadness from trivia, moving on to sadness from 2019, and then moving on. Yep. There and was I, a few I, things. Oh, I'm sorry. I must, I must have had a pretty positive 2019 because I only thought of three things, and one's kind of iffy. Yeah. But it was, was so bad. I need to include it. So I was the same. Like I've got one thing that's like a plus minus one thing that's a plus minus. And then one thing that's definitely, or two things that are definitely minuses. Um, and hopefully one doesn't upset Steph. No, she'll <laughs> be fine. Um, how about you go first? Okay. Since I took over with more trivia. Let oh you no, start. that's okay. Uh, first, this one didn't technically come out in 2018 or 2019, but it came out late 2018 and it's so bad that it carried over into 2019. That's what I struggled with. A lot of the stuff yeah. I found was like at the very end of 2018. So yeah. like, I don't know if it, I can count it, but we'll roll with it. It was so disappointing and I still am salty about it. Fallout 76. I it, almost put that one. That was like almost number so one. horrible, so bad that uh, I had to. I had. We have to talk about it. I have to vent. Absolutely. Yeah, because I bought the full version, the gold version. There's a hundred bucks. I'm not getting back. Yeah, I did the same, but I used mm. gift cards, which helped. <laughs> but it was still a hundred dollars. That it's gone. So, uh, so actually, so actually, I spent more than a hundred dollars on it. Because I'm sure I bought you one of those gift cards. <laughs> Probably. I think one was like a, a Christmas one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, oh, I, I haven't played it since the last time we played it. Because it was just, I just can't. I just. And. Oh, how they phoned it in so badly. Thinking, this is going to work. They won't care. And then over and over, like. Yeah. Like, um. I mean, I get the game. I had fun with it, but it was boring. Like, yeah, you would go and same old, same old, same yeah. old, same old, same old thing. There's only so many times you can walk across a map and click on a pre-recorded message, and then walk across a map and click on a pre-recorded message. Yeah, I don't know why or, they thought people would be wanting to play that. Yeah, or they'll say, "Oh, there's a 
a super mutant horde attacking the city. And then you go and you wait there for 20 minutes for the event to start because they wouldn't tell you when. Yeah. Like, but when I read more about it, how some of the creatures were just remapped from Skyrim and when certain people bought it through a certain, like through the actual Bethesda store, they're supposed to get this big duffel bag, military grade duffel bag that said Vault 76. And they got one of those drawstring knapsack bags with a logo pin painted on it. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. full-on nylon that you get free at like the state fair. Yeah, <laughs> or like a kid's carnival or yeah. a claw machine. <laughs> or when you get like a free, like a, you subscribe to a magazine. Here, have this bag. Yep. Yeah. Was yeah, there and any then, And then you're hoping that... Things? There, if you're then you're hoping if they give you a new download that there's going to be new content. I don't want to be disappointed again, yeah. so I don't go in there. But then like every update is gigabytes, and I'm like, and then the first update to fix things was the same same size as the original game. So it's like, yeah. did I just download two games? No, yeah, I and... downloaded a crappy <laughs> game and then a crappy update to fix the crappier game. <laughs> So to just, quote unquote fix the crappier game. And it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I remember the first the first update was 56 gigabytes. And I'm thinking, I only have 250 gigabytes in a month at the time. Yeah. On my data. So I'm like using one fourth of my data, hoping that it's gonna work and it's gonna be actually decent. And I was like, oh my God, it's just painful. I should go in there maybe this weekend. I'll just go in there and just poke around and see what's different. Yeah, I guess I've read that like players kind of took over the game. Like, good. So it's kind of working. You know, you'll yeah. go there and they've got all the stuff going on. But like but visually, we... it's a beautiful game. Yeah, it's su- they did a, such a good job visually on it that you like want to stay in there to explore. But yeah, then... even the concept was great. It just yeah. poorly well, like, executed. Even, yeah, even the idea that the servers were going to be small. So you weren't like playing with a hundred people. You're playing with like twenty. So you might not even bump into anybody. Yeah. You know, which makes sense for the story, but they oh god. <laughs> just the basic structure of the game was faulty from start to probably till now. I haven't been in there, so but yeah. Yeah, I haven't looked up and see to see if anything's really changed drastically. I could probably re-download it sometime and jump in just for just for the giggles of it. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. That was really disappointing. We had fun at first. I think we played it two, three times. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. This is this is neat. And then after a while, like, this is the same thing. Yep. Like we found a little spot we were gonna put our our, our bases and everything. And then I remember we just stopped playing and then we have not turned it back on since no. over a year. <laughs> and that was the whole idea, was the concept was you you could pick a spot on the on the game and you could build your own base and it would always be there oh that's sweet that's you know you can do it anything you wanted you could play with your friends which was the main reason why we bought it so we could play together yeah and then yeah then that just totally i don't maybe they thought too big and then but they rushed it out and they shouldn't have done that yeah if they waited another year to put that one out that would have been it would have been like the best-selling game probably ever Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, No Man's Sky when that first came out. It talked a real big game. Yeah. 
but people are like, yeah, this isn't what we were promised. And technically it wasn't. Yeah. Because the No Man's Sky universe is so big, like it's literally infinite that yeah. if people aren't seeing dinosaurs, they just haven't landed on the right planet. Yeah. All this all these little promises weren't quite there. And now with constant free updates, the game has gone no pun intended, beyond that's the latest update was called Beyond what they planned to the point where it's even in VR. Mm-hmm. So they I mean, they definitely didn't go the same route No Man's Sky did in Hello Games. I think that's what it's called. That made it where they just said, yep, we screwed up, and now we're fixing it. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, more with you know Bethesda, they're more like, oh, you didn't like it? Well, that's too bad. Like, no, you fix it. Yeah, I, I'm actually, since we're covering this one so much, I'm going to change one of my negatives to this one just because the one negative I had was just kind of, it was a Netflix series that I just thoroughly was not impressed with. Oh, okay. Not worth talking about because it doesn't really fit the whole sci-fi pop culture nerd stuff. Oh, okay. It was, it was like a soap opera called What If was not impressed. Oh, see, so I had somebody who liked that, but that's okay. Oh. It's just, for me, long story short, it was way too soap opera-y. It was way yeah. too much like I'm homesick from school and it's 11 a.m. There's nothing on. So mom's going to watch Santa Barbara and here I am stuck to the couch. <laughs> oh, you went back into the well and pulled out Santa Barbara. That's adorable. I did. That's, yeah. That's like <laughs> eighth grade old. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> Is that one even on? <laughs> no, it's, it no. ended when I was in eighth grade. So, I mean, I, I Steph and I watched the whole series. And I was like halfway through, I was leaning over because they had they had too many characters that they tried to give too many things. Oh, okay. and there's this one couple that already like their story was just like, man, and they gave them this whole sub arc. And I kept leaning over stuff I'm like this is season two arc worthy, not season one. We already have too much <laughs> to focus on. Like, so I was just kind of eye rolling. Then when the season ended, I was just like, what if? We never watch this again. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to scrap that, even though I talked a little bit. That's okay. We just talked a little bit. My right. next one is going to be the final season slash season finale of Game of Thrones. I knew you were going to throw that in there. I thought uh, about that, too. And you can talk about it. You're not going to spoil anything for me. I haven't watched it well, yet. So there's go ahead not and... much to spoil because not much happens. Yeah, that's what everybody said. There's a lot of teasing to like, I mean, they were building up Jon Snow versus the Night King bad. And they had a stare down and then it ended. And I mean, there was a cool moment when the Night King died where Arya Stark jumped in and just took him down. It was really sweet. Don't like I have goosebumps thinking about that one moment. But it was such a win button moment that she killed him and literally the entire uh, White Walker nation just died. It was just like, Boom, win button. And I was like, no, that, that that's not how that works. Something. Like, just do something. But and then it was about 45 minutes of people talking and figuring things out, character development that had been building for multiple seasons, just full 180 reversed. Um, one of the most boring characters of one at all, and had almost no reaction to it. Like I don't know, just front to back. It was such a disappointing season that it kind of, and I, I say it carefully, it ruined the entire experience of Game of Thrones because it was such a huge 
endeavor and it had such a giant fan base. Yeah. People were fanatic. I was so into Game of Thrones, so hardcore. And then now that the season ended or the series ended, no one talks about it anymore because it's just like the way yeah. it ended. There was so kind of, much buildup. Is it kind of like the last season of Dexter? A bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of, it's like boring, 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 and then let down. Yeah, but then you can still, like, I could probably still go back and rewatch Dexter and oh, enjoy sure, I episode to episode. But, like, the way this ended, going back and watching the first scene of the Game of Thrones, it seems like it would be like, this is really cool, but guess what? Almost none of this matters by the end of the last season. Oh, yeah. Like the ending of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Or I'm the final angry. episode of Lost being so it's, confusing, you know? It's just like, yeah, all that build up. I'm like, wait, the show could have ended at the first episode? Nice. Pretty much. <laughs> so that's my main one. And it just, like, the main thing that I just was, I, I don't think I yelled at my TV, but emotionally I did. <laughs> Inside was you the, screaming. <laughs> The main character, one of the main characters, Jamie Lannister, when you first meet him, he's just this horrible monster of a man. Like, yeah. like the uh, Prince Charming from Shrek, just him. You know, you wanted him to like lose his nose and you were happy when he was punished. And then by the seventh season, you're like, this guy is like the man. Yeah, he's growing so much. He's changing so much. And then literally in one episode towards the end of season eight, like literally the last one, he's like, nope, this is this isn't me. I'm going back to do this instead. And he does a complete 180 and all of that character development, all that growth literally overnight. He just goes the other direction. I was like, what are they even doing? Yeah, like uh, even in that, like he goes back to Circe. And it's basically, nope, we're going to die together. This is the end. This is this is where I'm supposed to be. And when he had so much change over the eight years we've known him, I thought he was going to go back to kill her and say, no, I need to be done. I need to rid myself of you, blah, blah, blah. Big, dramatic moment. No, he just, no, this we're going to die together. And then they die together. And like, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that was the biggest one. Like, probably my ultimate of 2019 was that so the other ones here are probably gonna seem kind of lame but okay i got it because you were talking about that i have an article i'm gonna share with you so i'm just give me a second okay oh no sorry. problem because the way you talked about it where just kind of all that character development is just kind of thrown out the window so i just yeah. gotta share this all right that's for later okay all right so my other one and i wanted to like this movie so so badly because I loved the other two that were connected to it. Oh, was, oh was, do we have a match? <gasps> we might have a glass. match. Glass. Yes, we it, have a match. Yes, it was it was <laughs> bad. And I, I wanted to love boring, it. It was boring, right? It was boring. And it just felt like it was just thrown together. Like, oh, we have to have a movie out by this day. Well, here's what we're going to do. It was like, it felt like there was no planning to it. The very end was cool the way it kind of tied together but the whole movie up to that was just like oh really very heavy-handed yeah like the way they explained the story all the sub characters you know glasses mom um i forget his name bruce willis's son and then the girl the survivor from split all had such in-depth knowledge of comic book character archetypes 
to the point where it was corny, like the girl wouldn't have any interest in that. That wouldn't be part of her story is no. seeing split and everything that happened to her in that movie as part of a comic book universe. No, that's like, she was good for the emotional side. Like her connection that was, to that character yeah. was great. That was the whole point of her character is that she, she emotionally connected with that guy. That's why he left her alive. Yeah. So like they had those neat bits there. But then everybody's like, when they're coming to, to a big plot point, and then one of the characters just adds this exposition, like, well, and if this was a comic book, this is why this is happening. Like, well, you guys are explaining the movie to yeah. us. Like, I just, we have a match. It was just, I can't just, yeah. And the fight scenes are great. The Yeah. And when you have James McAvoy, Samuel L. Jackson as partners slash foes, how do you have a bad movie? Yeah. And James McAvoy is so good in it, which he makes it harder to write his name, write it down. Yeah. Yeah, I struggled because, yeah, I really wanted to like that one as yeah. well. Like, Steph and I watched it and we're excited, and it was okay. Yeah. It was kind of like, how do I put it? The happening of the series, where a really oh, yeah. great premise, a really neat idea, a good follow up. But then when you watch it, you're like, yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie that are quite great. I think with that one, though, it was the casting. It. Oh, gosh, yeah. It was just, you know. <laughs> The first, the cast, two means just couldn't do it, and I just ooh. let's cast three or four people that have no emotional range to play in a movie that needs yeah. a lot of emotion and have no chemistry together at all. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and come on, I, Marky Mark is a science teacher. Yeah, come just, yeah, I and Zoe Deschanel was just she was like a robot. It's just like, she and that's kind of her thing. Like, if she's not playing quirky, funny, she's a robot. She uh, plays emotionally distant very well, and yeah. In a movie where you're watching people like run each, run themselves over lawnmowers, you can't be emotionally distant. Like you no. need to have like a solid, deep reaction to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I remember. I put a blog. This was probably on MySpace when that movie came out, and I took a screenshot or found a screenshot of them watching all of them watching the news, and they're all just staring blankly as the newscaster talked about how these there's a rash of suicides taking over the the country or the planet. Thousands of thousands die, and they're all just standing there like they're watching a sports ticker tape. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is a little, this is going on. See, they they messed up, and Bird Bo- and then uh, Bird Box fixed it. That yeah. was like that is what the movie should have been. If you watch, yeah, Bird absolutely. Box. Yeah, that was good. It's not on my one. List, um, that's good. Clickbaity article about Bird Box I keep seeing is driving me crazy, and I want to talk about it real quick. Before yeah, I go on fine. to my my next one's kind of like my next two were like eh. um they kept talking about the monsters in Bird Box were so comically badly made that they didn't put them in. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> but it's it's deceiving because those weren't the monsters that everyone was seeing. It was supposed to be Sandra Bullock's version of the monsters. Yeah. It was from her perspective. So it was like these creep supposed to be these creepy baby monsters, you know? Yeah. But they just ended up looking silly to the point where like, let's just not even see them at all. Let's leave that open to interpretation, however you will. So I I keep seeing that. And I was like, no, those were just a dream sequence she was having about the monsters. But yeah. Yeah. As far as I was, when I watched it, what I saw was that each character, the monster looked different. So, yep. especially like the, her sister, when she's talking to it and she's saying something, 
and then even the um uh, John Malkovich's wife says something else. So it, yeah, I don't think people are are reading that right. It Yeah, I don't I don't think at all that even some of them were monsters. I think it was whatever that person needed to see to convince them to that, die. That fe- yeah, that's something like that they, they feared the most or yeah. or somebody that they loved and, and that they lost, you know, like, yeah. oh, hello. like that one lady's like, hi, mom. And she just climbs into the burning, burning car, you know, yeah. like yeah, exactly. whatever they needed to see to push them to that point is mm-hmm. what they saw. So. So, yeah, that one was definitely that would be good for a, instead of this, do this. Like, so yeah. instead of Fallout 76, play Far Cry New Dawn. Instead of <laughs> yeah, uh, instead of the happening, watch Bird Box. They're perfect. We'll do that down the road. <laughs> we should, yeah. Um, okay, so okay, that was a, a tie. We, we had a match, yeah. So, yep. do you want me to do another one? Sure. Okay. Uh, and I'm I'm sad to write this one down too because I I wanted to love it and I kind of don't. <sighs> Toy Story Four. I didn't like it. Well, this was the final episode of. I know. Well, thanks I just, everybody for watching. This has been no, that's fine. Yeah, I just I was like, oh, I don't really, I don't know why I didn't like it. I don't. I think there was too many characters, so you didn't get to see your favorites really do anything. Yeah, it and focused I, solely on like Woody. Yeah, Woody, and you know, I did love that he. I love how they changed Bo Peep. How she's yeah. kind of, but I just kind of was like, oh. I really, I don't know. Like, I loved Mr. Potato Head, and I loved um, the Piggy Bank. I forgot his name. Um, uh, Hamilton? No. Ham. I think it was Ham. Ham. I think it was Ham. We'll go with that. Um, I love those characters, and they're not even really in it at all. Same with Trixie. I love Trixie. Yeah. And sh- they're not even really in it. It's mostly, you know, Woody's adventure, which I understand, but I was disappointed not to see them all in the movie somehow. Yeah, I can't remember what day it was. This, this, I think it was this weekend. I was doing a bunch of stuff in the kitchen, so I had turned on Toy Story 1. I think what ended up happening is the world of Toy Story got so big. Yeah, it did. You know, Toy Story 1 was mostly just Andy's toys and then a couple of Sid's toys and characters yeah, they meet around. Yeah, it was just Andy's house and Sid's backyard. Yeah, and then Toy Story 2 um, got bigger because they went farther from the house and then three even farther than the school. Yeah. So it just, you start to realize it's not just a small group. It's literally every toy. Yeah. So they start creating so many characters. No, I totally agree. It was good, but it didn't have like the magic of the previous one. Yeah. Toy Story three is still my absolute favorite one. So when I was like, Oh, Toy Story four, I got so excited, especially because Keenan and Peel are in there and I mm-hmm. love them. So much. Yep. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be awesome. And they're actually connected to each other, which is even perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like stuck to I'm each like, other. Oh, and but then they're yeah. They were like one of the highlights of the movie, but I was just like, oh what was interesting about this one, there wasn't an actual villain. Like Not the really. one female, she was shady, but she wasn't really a villain. She was sad, is what she was. Yeah. And then when she finally gets what she wants. It doesn't turn out the way she wants yeah. it to. That's just like oh. yeah. There was creepy stuff, you know, like the the ventriloquist dolls, which I yeah. actually have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's I was, at mom and dad's, probably. In a yeah, box. it's upstairs, up in the back back bedroom there. But um, yeah, there wasn't. It felt like some of these animes that me and the girls have watched, where there actually isn't villains. It's usually just 
a series of mistakes or misinformation that leads to shenanigans. So that was kind of refreshing, but yeah. it definitely felt like um, it was based more around saying goodbye and moving on and that if there's another Toy Story, it's going to be probably something totally new, which I wouldn't be against. No. Like, I think it'd be okay to start fresh, brand new characters. All right, so my next one, and it's more of just me saying goodbye and letting go, <laughs> is Fortnite. So, oh, I, I never, Fortnite. I played it once, and it's so complicated to start. I'm like, no, I'm okay. The first few times I played it, I was like, I suck at this game. I'm awful at it. Like, I can't build yeah. to save my life. And literally, that's the case, because if you can't build, you die a lot. Mm-hmm. But Gwen was really into it. Annabelle was really into it. Then once in a while, the whole family, all of us would play. And that was fun. But then I started to play. Like, they'd have these challenges. And if you completed them, you get these points. And you unlock skins and characters and weapon skins and music and gliders. Like, they opened up this whole world. Like, it was almost addictive. Yeah. Like, it's almost, I just yeah. These five challenges done before I go to work today. Then I'll unlock these things. And I was every weekend I'd wake up and I'd sit and I'd play and die and get frustrated over and over. And I did two seasons where I unlocked everything I could, like everything possible. And then the next season would start all over. And then finally I looked at him like, oh, I am so done. Like, I can't <laughs> do it anymore. And I told like Gwen and Annabelle, I was like, I know you guys really like these skins and stuff, but I got to stop playing them for a while. Cause I was playing nothing but like yeah. I wasn't playing anything else. And then I stopped playing and then they had this whole Fortnite two, you know, the, the newest version. So I was talking to Brandon at work, I'm like, well, did they change a lot? It's like, Oh yeah, it's like a whole new map. And then I watched some people play and I was like, well, the map's the same. So like, yeah, but they changed these areas. I'm like, well, then that's not a whole new map. Like in my mind, I was like, that's the same yeah. map. And then as I watched more and more people play, I was like, yeah, this is the same game. I was like, I can't do it. Like, I just can't anymore. So I stopped doing that. And then I started playing a bunch of actual games with stories and development. Playing, replaying, like jumping back into City Heroes and then instantly loving that. And Borderlands and all these games that I used to play. Yeah. Getting that same feeder pellet thing. You push the bar, you get a feeder pellet in Ocean. That's what Fortnite is. Yeah. It's like those, where, those free apps you get. Yeah. Where they're not really free. Yeah. You just say it's free, but then it kind of convinces you you need to spend money. So then I yeah. uninstalled it on the Xbox and on the PC. And then now I haven't played it in, in a year, probably. Mm -hmm. And it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only played it a couple times. I don't know. We're at mom and dad's or. I don't remember where I played it and I just I think you downloaded it at mom and dad so we could play it and I'm like I I'm horrible at this I'm so frustrated I'm not even gonna play anymore yeah and that's kind of how it is like you first start playing it and you're awful and you die a lot and then you just get a little bit better I mean there's moments in that game where I would get these really cool kills or these moments would happen and I'm like oh this is great and then those are so far a few between yeah so it's dying and respawning over I'm one of those people, if I get frustrated, I'm not playing it anymore. I don't care. I'm not going to fight past the frustration to play. 
That's I'm exactly we've I've I talked just, about that at work that ugh. we talk about games like uh, Dark Souls and stuff where you die all the time, like you die mm-hmm. every 45 seconds in that game. I was like, yeah, that's not me. Like, I don't have that personality. I play a game to have fun with it. And if the game's playing with me, I'm not going to enjoy it. And nope. We're game snobs, I guess. We are. And that's okay. All right. Well, we just we have what we like, you know. Yeah. We're not going to force ourselves to play something we're not going to enjoy. And that actually plays into my final pick. But I paid so much for it, I will probably keep trying to play it. <laughs> um, it came out in late 2018, so it doesn't really count. But I didn't start playing it to 2019, so this is actually my introduction to it. I had played Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and I loved it. The environment, everything about it. It was set in the 1800s in London. I mean, the world was gigantic. I thought, oh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey's coming out. They totally changed all of the mechanics on it. Yeah, I heard that. The And it makes absolutely no sense to attack or use a, the bumper button of all things. And then you have a wheel, a scroll, like a like a play wheel that comes up, and you pick their action. How could that be fast? <laughs> and that game you brand about because he loves that ha- game. Oh my god! I'm sure when <laughs> I get used to it, it's going to be easy. But oh no, it's not. I just and I love it's a set in um the, when the Romans had their civilization, so it's set like way back, and I love that time period so it's like oh it's gonna be cool i get to play as a roman guard and no you get to be a female too and i am actually and she's a, she looks like um gina carino from the mandalorian she's this big buff brunette oh yep and i'm like oh my god this is gonna be so much fun and then i'm like i was getting so frustrated i finally said nope i'm done I'm just done. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll pro- I I did buy the full gold version, so I will probably go back into it and try it because I yeah. spent a lot of money on it. I'm just like, yeah, I have to keep going, but oh, I don't want to. Because the other one was so, it was so intuitive. It made sense, and you could just pick it up. It was like every other game you've played. And this one, you have to relearn everything. I'm just getting, fr- I got frustrated. But yeah. yeah, that's hard when um they change the, the um schematics or the keys so much that yeah and it's too bad you can't have an option of playing either way you know like changing yeah. like they have a classic assassin's creed play out or you'll play better if you play this way kind of a thing but yeah i only had four that was my last one so all right then this one i'll be quick um the latest season of black mirror was way too short Oh, really? It only had three episodes, and they were oh hour, hour and a half, so it was like three movies. Oh, okay. But the previous one would have like hour-long episodes, and it was like six to eight. Yeah, I gotta watch that yet. And one of the episodes was really good. It was dealt with VR and... Was that the one of... with... Oh, who was it? Oh, with um Bryce Dallas Howard? That no, that things? was the very well, technically the very first episode, and that was all oh, about okay. a a rating system that everyone like had like five thing. stars. Okay. Yeah, yep. so if you didn't have more than three and a half, you're kind of basically homeless. That one was really good. Like the VR one, it had the actor who played um, Falcon in the Marvel movies. Oh, okay. Yep. And he and a buddy of his start playing games in VR and. 
it just kind of deals with the relationship that developed between the two of them in this VR world. It was expertly done, great acting, lots of drama and cool effects. And then they had one with Miley Cyrus where she's, believe it or not, a pop star that's kind of being controlled by her aunt and they create all this merchandise. So one of them is a little AI robot that looks kind of like uh, Eve from Wally. Mm-hmm. But it's got like yeah, I, I saw the I've seen the video, yeah. And that one was good. You know, it was more for kids, you know, it was there was some grown up stuff to it, but not a lot. And then the third one was basically like a, a kidnapping where this guy kidnaps me from some company and then it's more of a, a whole it felt like a PSA about not texting and driving at by the end of it, you know. So it just wasn't very good. Like I was really disappointed in it. Um It could have been twice as long, like three more episodes. I keep changing my last uh, last things here. <laughs> That's all right. To go in sync with how we've been going. It just, I don't know. They could have done two or three more episodes, covered a little bit more because we just, as fans, got used to a 45, 50-minute episode that mm-hmm. start to finish cover some kind of tech or some kind of sci-fi thing. and. One of them didn't even feel science fiction at all. It felt literally like a PSA, like something you watch in school about the dangers of texting and driving. And then the other two just felt like only one felt like a real Black Mirror episode where they take a technological advance that's coming our way and put a dark spin on it. Another one felt like a teen, a tween movie. And then the other one was just like a PSA. I just, I was, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I gotta. I have to. I haven't watched that yet. I haven't. I. I'm gonna update my workout room, so I'm only gonna watch certain things when I'm working out. So if I want to watch it, I gotta go in there and work out. So I gotta do that this weekend. Yeah. All right. Let's jump on to the things we liked about 29. My list has changed. I could have probably put eight <laughs> things on there, but now I'm crossing things off and writing different things in. So. Technically, mine would be about eight or nine because my yeah. fifth thing has gone from one, two, three to fourth things. <laughs> so yeah, mine would have been eight too. I'd my, say we my, could do all eight, but we're going to run long. <laughs> yeah. My fifth one is actually a group of things. So if it makes any sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm actually going to go in order. So my fifth thing is the Marvel movies that came out in 2019. We have a match. Yay! <laughs> we are so similar. I know. I That's think it, yeah. Technically three matches because I wasn't sure about including 76. I'm going to count 76 because that almost made. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's because it, it, I just, I loved all of them. There was, there was uh, Captain Marvel, which I loved. A lot of people gave, mm-hmm. Brie Larson a hard time because of how she portrayed her. I think, no, I think she did it the way she was supposed to. Like, well, really- I didn't like at the start was people like, why doesn't she smile more like during the tra- trailers? Yeah. It's like, what a stupid argument. Yeah. Like, you never see, why doesn't Thor battle. smile more? You know, did you see <laughs> somebody photoshopped like Captain America and Thor and everybody's smiling on yeah, the posters that- and it looks so creepy. It was horrifying. <laughs> But yeah, just because she's a woman, that's the first thing people say. And and women are just as bad as men too. We we women will say the same thing to her. It's not it's guy against woman thing. It's just in general, it's an our automatic um, response to that. Why aren't you smiling more? You'd be prettier if you smiled. Yeah. 
Like, no, I had a guy crazy. say that to me once, and that really threw me off. That was like three years ago, and it still bugs me. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and the whole thing is that it means you were watching me long enough to know I haven't smiled in a while. I mean, <laughs> why are you staring at me? When I told somebody that, they go, oh, my God, you're right. Because it, it <laughs> just it, it's just like, yeah, it means you were watching me for quite a while to know I haven't smiled in a little bit. When I don't want That's to, true. yeah, it's like, Ew! or you're just resting your face, like you yeah. don't have to smile. No, that was the main gripe people yeah. said. Then when I watched the movie, I'm like, she's actually kind of smirking and smiling a lot. Like, yeah, she has. Sorry this, that the trailer this, didn't give you enough of that cockiness to her. Even when in, in uh, Endgame, when she meets Peter and she's like, "Hey, Peter Parker," she's got this smirk on her face and even the tone yeah. of her voice. Yeah, she's yeah, she's awesome. And then Endgame, obviously, so good. So so good. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was like a th- wasn't it like three and a half hours? Yeah, you know, but it whole... didn't feel like it, it though. Didn't did it? No, I didn't and even then, have to go to the bathroom once. I didn't either. We I went with mom and I we got pop, but I didn't drink it because I'm like I don't want to have to get up at the end of the movie and have to go to the bathroom. I'm trying to think. Um, I might have had to get up halfway through. I think I found like a, a quiet spot to quick run. Yeah, during one of the conversations, like it. When it was nothing going on, I think I did have to go once, but I was quick. <laughs> yeah, it was three hours and one minute. But um, no, yeah. And then after that, we had the next Spider-Man movie, which was I thought was pretty decent. It was did pretty you ever good. Watch the animated Spider-Man movie. Yes. Oh, so good. That's I think so that's cute. probably one of. It was just like I, oh, it was so good. I think that for me was probably my favorite superhero movie. Probably of all time because it just visually and story yeah. is just phenomenal. And I've always, always loved alternate universe anything, TV mm-hmm. shows, anything like that where they have an alternate universe episode. I just like suck it up. So when they yeah. had the alternate Spider Man, so I was just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And yeah, then they Nicholas, did a good job. The la- the, one of the only movies Nicolas Cage has been decent in in a while. And he played the dark noir Spider Man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, it was fun. Those are that was my number five was the just the great Marvel movies that came out. Well, I'm just going to tail on that one. And I'm going to say in the realm of comic movies, Joker was amazing. To the point where it's you don't even notice anymore with when you see Joaquin Phoenix in there, Mm -hmm. he becomes the Joker like you see him as the Joker like. It's not, it's, I don't look at him like, oh, he's the same guy that played Johnny Cash. It's like, no, that's the Joker. Like any of that kind of doubt, you know, like when we watched um, Suicide Squad and Jared Leto came out. For me, I'm like, all right, that's a Joker. Yeah. That's, like, that's a version of the, of the Joker. That's the story they're telling. And that's what they want. You know, I don't hate on his Joker as much as most people do. I didn't, I, what, I, I didn't like how big he played him. Yeah. But I didn't hate him. Well, I was talking, it's kind of funny because uh, the last time I podcast, it was with Mike on Mike versus the world. And we talked about the Joker and Jared Leto's Joker. And not to tangent, but I mean, I've got. No, you're, we're, we're got talking to. about the movie, so it's fine. Um, my theory is that the Jared Leto Joker isn't the usual real Joker of that universe. That he was Robin that nearly died. At the hands of Joker, and since Batman didn't save him, he snapped and decided, well, I'm also going to be the Joker. So he's a a twisted version of that universe's Joker, if that makes sense. Yeah, like that does make sense. Yeah. A fan version, like 
he would see the Joker do something. Like, well, that's that's how I would do it too, but it would be more like this style. This is my take on the character. Yeah. So once I came up with that, I was a lot more forgiving of the character as a whole. Mm-hmm. Well, but, even in, yeah, even in general, I think the Joker character can be played more like James Bond, where yeah. you have different people playing the Joker. And that you know, there kind is, of falls there, in. There is no Joker. You know, like there's a Batman and there's a Superman or whatever, but Joker can be played by any guy who gets to that point. Yeah, who's who basically snaps and yeah, the Joker movie. What I love about it is there's no real reference to Batman. I mean, well, there's a nod sure. that I thought was pretty brilliant. There's some storytelling. I was like, yeah, it seems a little stretched. But it lays the groundwork for why the Joker is so obsessed and infatuated with the Waynes and Batman and Gotham. And, and it really, really dives into mental health and how it's perceived by people. You know, like the, the main part of, um, I forgot his real name in the movie, but the Joker's rise to becoming the Joker is dealing with mental health issues and how people don't want to acknowledge that you're struggling with something if they don't understand it. And there's even a joke he tells that the funniest thing about mental health issues or the hardest thing is that people expect you to pretend you don't have it. Yeah. And he has all these avenues to help him that are slowly being choked out and ended out of his control. So then you can see him slowly spiraling and you know that he didn't want any of it to happen the way it did. But then there's just these amazing moments where you can see him like embracing it. And then you can see him become the Joker at the end, like shocking as it is, you're rooting for this guy because you know, he didn't push for any of this, Yeah, but it just kept happening to him and any outlet he tried to pursue to help the, himself was like oh no that's not an avenue so you're just gonna have to just tough it out and smile more you know like that's like 90 percent. it's like wow you'd be so much prettier if you smiled like it was a lot of that to the point where you just couldn't do it anymore and i just i was floored by it that's that is barring like the original batman movies like with uh michael keaton and how good Mm -hmm. those two were this was probably the best dc movie i've seen when it comes to the DC properties. Yeah. I don't know it, what it is. Is It's Joaquin Phoenix himself. I just can't watch him. I'm so uncomfortable and I don't know why. Probably <laughs> That's why he, you'd probably really like this movie. Because it is uncomfortable. Because I think it's because he plays awkward a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm awkward all the time. So I don't need to see it. Same with like The Office. <laughs> I can watch for a little bit. But after a while I'm just like I'm so uncomfortable. Because I know what it feels like to feel the way those characters do. That I'm like no I'm okay. <laughs> I want to not feel that all the time. Yeah, because I think, you know, that's how he portrays his characters. It's awkward, but in like an almost unsettling, painful way. Yeah. Like he has these moments that he has no control of what's going on and there's nothing sinister about what he's doing. But from the outside perspective, it's very dark looking and you can yeah. tell everyone's like, we do not know how to re- respond to this man. He's literally doing nothing wrong but we're all very uncomfortable being around him. And then this mm-hmm. poor guy's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I can't help. Like I recommend it. Cause I'm sure I'm going to see it when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. I'll watch it, but yeah. it's like, cause it's a, it's a 
comic book movie, sort of. So I have to watch it, but I'm just kind of. Yeah, if you look at it as a psychological thriller, that's what I kind of tell people. Like, if you're not into comic movies, don't go into it expecting he's not going to get in a fist fight with Batman. He's not going to do a giant elaborate bank heist. Nothing like that. It's a full psychological, almost a serial killer kind of movie. So, Joker. Yeah. Hey, we're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> we're only, and we're an hour in, and we're half done. Um. Okay, so I've been swapping these two back and forth, so I'll just leave it the way it is right now. Number four, the season of Stranger Things. Oh, it was so good. Season three was so good. Oh, it was just, it was just good from start to finish. And you, you know, they're playing up to season four so you know stuff is going to be left hanging and they did a great job the yeah. just from everything um i love that the characters are developing a little bit more i'm not liking that the kids are becoming brats but i mean they're teenagers are gonna yeah be they're brats. teenagers so i mean it makes sense but i'm just like oh they would never say that to each other or you know and i'm loving steve and um dustin's relationship they're yep. like best the friends brothers now. Just, yeah yeah big brother best friends it's like oh this is so cute and i love the introduction of robin she's like my she was my favorite character of the season she was robin. really good she's so good just this horrible bratty girl and then you realize how much depth she has and she was played so great by maya hawk that i'm just like oh my god yeah except now whenever i see her though i see her mom so it kind of just no <laughs> I didn't exactly, even exactly like Uma Thurman when you look at her, you're like, what the heck? Oh my god. And when she I laughed, never she sounds like her. I was like, oh. I didn't connect that dot until I think yeah. you had mentioned her name. And I'm like, wait. And then you said, like, where parents are. I'm like, now I see it. Like yep. there's no going back. Yep. It's there. No, and I like that it really plays into the 80s science fiction. Mm-hmm. Oh with, yeah. Uh, the, with the huge monster and yeah, yeah, the giant monster, the mall looked amazing. Gwen loved that. Like she's yeah. all about that eighties yeah. aesthetic now, and I, which I think is awesome. So hopefully, malls come back a little bit because malls were awesome in the eighties. Yeah. They really like, were. All yeah, the neon, I the neon, and the plants and waterfalls, and the way it is in the movie is ex- in the show is exactly how the malls were. Yeah. So yeah, and that, that mall is still around. It's where they filmed was closed, so they only use half that mall. I think it's in New Jersey. Interesting. They only use half oh, the true. mall, so they got to dress it up exactly the way they wanted to because all those stores were empty. Which hmm. just shows how much they put into the movie or the game, the, sh- the show, because everything they put in there, they put in. There was nothing. It was left. just an empty space. It was empty spaces, and they filled it. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is so awesome!" <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool if, like, some defunct mall just like we're gonna rebuild and do everything eighty style, like the the products and everything can be new. Yeah, but all the face, the facades, and everything, and all the colors and textures would be eighties. That'd be really sweet. Yep. Yeah, I almost put Stranger Things on here, but I was like, I wanted to kind of focus on the new, like things that. Oh yeah, less... I did more stuff that's new to me that I discovered yeah. in 2019. But yeah, and yeah that's I actually love... what mine was. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Billy's character development was amazing. Yeah, was, he was probably I, the the standout actor of this one. Like the yeah. the range he portrayed was. Amazing. And I I'm upset that he's gone. Yeah, but 
I mean, I, I his character needed it, but I, I thought it'd been cool to have him as an ally for future seasons. Yeah, you know, but I'm like, oh man, I cried. I was like, and I oh, like, <laughs> I like that they dialed back Eleven, so she wasn't the the big time saver. Yeah, she wasn't season, the, like the, the beast that two. she was in the second one. Yeah, yeah they dialed it and let somebody else kind of jump on the reins of that and help save the world, basically. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise, how are you going to build up? You can't keep yeah. going. You're just going to, she's going to become like a superhero and that's not, yeah. What I think is kind of funny is that, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched, it's been six months. Come on. Um, yeah. If you're a that, nerd, you should have watched it already. <laughs> Hopper is, I'm, I think we're safe to say that he's the man that's being held. Yep. He's by the, the American. Russians, the American. Yeah. Yep. And then the same actor is in the new Black Widow movie coming out. And he plays Russian. It's like, man, he's been in that cell a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he's defected. <laughs> he's totally defected. He's defected and he's de- he's developed the accent. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my next one is another Netflix show that I stumbled upon. It's not family friendly. You know, the, the podcast we have and the stream is 99% family friendly. Yep. Love, Death, and Robots is absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a series of animated shorts anywhere from 15 to 30, 35 minutes. Well, some of them aren't animated. There's one with Topher Grace and uh, I forget her name. She was in like Scott Pilgrim and Oh, Mary Winstead. Something like that. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, yes, yes. That they buy this house and it has this really old icebox fridge, you know, those old from the fifties. And inside the icebox fridge is a small little universe. So they can open up and watch this whole universe unfold. And the way they portray it is almost like looking out and seeing like a beehive. Like, oh, look at them bees. Like they just were so draw and or um, bland about it that it was kind of hilarious. It's a series of animated movies touching on science fiction themes. Like the very first one is about... um, fight rings involving alien creatures and monsters um there's a a twist on dracula in another episode and there's one literally it's three robots touring a post-apocalyptic earth and talking about our bizarre cultures and things we did (laughs) that's the clip i've seen is that one isn't the one that's the the main there's like a cat it's been activated <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just a lot of that yeah but the very first episode there is some strong strong sexual interactions oh, and sure. i remember when it happened annabelle was in her steph was either in the kitchen or in the bedroom watching something gwen was on the computer so i was like sitting there the big screen up and there's all this animated stuff going on and i'm like anyone's gonna walk in this room right now and think i am an absolute freak because i'm watching this and i was like oh my gosh there's so much awesome story wrapped around that but i was like this is really graphic and i'm kind of uncomfortable so i ended up when that episode was done i was like okay i'm just gonna watch this in my own time so somebody doesn't think i'm an absolute creepazoid you know (laughs) so approach it cautiously knowing that you're gonna see things that you weren't expecting (laughs) (laughs) but i'd highly recommend it because just it's very clever some of there's a couple episodes i'm like eh, 
but yeah. both of them are pretty clever and fun. Like that was the alternate to what was lacking in Black Mirror, picked oh, up sure. with Love, Death, and Robots. Okay, so this is we're gonna have another match. I know it. I know we're gonna have at least one more match. Yeah, I think this one is gonna be a match. Um, my new tech is my new Oculus Quest. Yes. Yes. I love <laughs> that thing. I was so hesitant because it, you know, I thought it's because it's expensive. I got the big, I got the big ones. I knew I was going to download a lot of games. So it's 500 bucks. I'm like, and it's not, it's how the worst one. It's a console, but it's not a traditional console. So I thought, do I really want to spend this much money on it? And I am so glad I did. That was yeah. one of my, yep. So I'm, I, yeah, I love that thing. It, and I got the one cause I don't have a lot of space in my place. So I didn't, I don't have the option of putting up all the sensors like you've got. Yeah. You got the, the quest where the sensors the, are on the headset. They're on the headset and they're on the, the joysticks you use and you draw your, you draw your out your playing area. So it knows how far to go from where you are. So it knows how far to place things. Yeah. So, yeah. And and I tell people it's like the best workout ever. And they don't, they think, oh, it's a video game. They don't realize how physical it really is. And it kind of like until mom played it, she, I mean, she knew what she was. I wasn't like exaggerating, but until she played it, she had just like, I'm sweating and I can't get yeah. over this. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, there's some games like I didn't put VR in my top five because I obsess about it all the time. <laughs> like my. My fifth thing is went from a video game to VR to a Hulu series to a Netflix series, um, which maybe I'm gonna have to have a top six because we we should talk about VR a bit. Yeah. Or we could just have an entire episode of just VR. We could do that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I purchased my VR last spring, and I was absolutely floored. Like I got a pretty good deal on it with everything included. It was about two fifty. Maybe I gave the kid almost three hundred. I think because it was such a great deal. Yeah. And then I bought it before work one day on afternoons, and I just sat in my car for an hour looking at it, like I was just <laughs> holding the controllers and adjusting and putting the headset on, and just like probably looking like an absolute weirdo. And then when I got home and I hooked up to the computer and got everything installed, I was like, "Oh my god, please let this work!" Like I was worried that my computer wasn't strong enough. And then the moment I put it on, I was like. Ready Player One. This is what I've wanted my whole life. Like ever since I was. <laughs> let me double check the year. Well, ever since I, VR was a was first introduced, we're like, oh, we could actually be in it. Yeah. A movie came out in 1992. The Lawnmower Man. That mm. was one of the first movies where they really touched on VR and applications of it. Although in that movie, it was very very dated and. A yeah. bit of a struggle, you know, it was it was more of a the early years of computer animation for movies. Very rudimentary. And in their space, VR was like a giant room. You have this big harness you wear and these big suits and gloves. And in that they can interact with the world around them, but that's already outdated to the VR we have now where you can just put on a headset and stand in your living room. And you'll be absolutely transported into this different world where, like, I'm playing um, a VR game called Boneworks that will, it actually tricks your brain into thinking you're holding things that are heavier. 
um, like, and I, I know I've told you about it, but yeah, one of the main first things you find is a, a metal shelf that has weights on it, like bar barbells. One of them, I'm guessing, is like a five pound weight. You pick it up, you can move around, kind of toss it, catch it. You throw it in the air, it comes up and bounces on the ground just the way a five pound weight would. But then you grab like a 25 pound and you can't do the same thing. Like you throw it in the air, it barely leaves your hands. So you have to catch it real quick. You have to use more force to send it up higher. So I was holding a five pound 25 and my brain was struggling at rationalizing how I'm literally holding no weight, but they're responding differently. So all of a sudden my right arm felt like it was holding more weight and I had to add more force and exertion to it. And like, it's got this level of immersion just with a couple handsets. And I was just talking about it last night that VR is at a tipping point now where the application is getting easier and more accessible and the sets are getting smaller and more applicable to you. And mm -hmm. eventually it's just going to be a pair of glasses you throw on. You know, you just pop them on, sends a signal back and forth to the screens in your glasses, and that's all it's going to be. So it's really, really exciting. And to have something I've wanted since I was 11, yeah, 11 years old, to finally get it when I'm 37, 38 <laughs> is crazy. And the, to be exactly what I was hoping for was monumental. But I think we should have an episode where we just we'll we'll go over VR stuff, favorite yeah. games and stuff. I think that's something yeah. we'll do. Like we'll call it like Ready Player Three or something because I think we already did Ready Player Two. That was our big Ready Player One episode. Yep. So we'll figure something out, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to do one of those. So now I'm torn because I have two left, and they're both awesome. <laughs> I definitely have a one and two, so mine's yeah. gonna be a, a best of top six. Next one is the Mandalorian series on Disney Plus. Like, I don't want to oversell it, but for me, the Mandalorian was better than the last three Star Wars movies. Oh, really? Oh, it was like an old West kind of feel. It was very Serenity like. Oh, that's good. But it, you know, it had actual aliens and stuff in it, but it had that same kind of feel where it just, you felt like you're watching a cowboy movie. And I'm not a big Western guy, but it had that fun kind of serenity cowboy mix. And the moment you meet the child or baby Yoda, as everyone's calling it, when it's not actually, I don't believe it's Yoda. They say Everyone. It. people have said it's not, but yeah. And some people have thrown up the theory that it's a reincarnation, you know, the force, everything like it's, it could be, who knows, or it could be another one of the species, very rare species. When that little guy showed up on TV, <laughs> the world went nuts. And I went along with it because man, Everybody melted. what a beautiful character, adorable. And you want to protect it. And you know that it is so incredibly powerful and important. And then there's no merchandise for it <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> I struggle because that's all Steph really wanted for Christmas was some baby Yoda thing. And I had to go to China to find something. Because <laughs> there's nothing. I'm like, you guys severely dropped the ball on this baby yeah, Yoda really? merch. They should have known when they looked at the picture of that, like, we need everything. Yeah. 
But it's and, and then it's that Disney. Gina Carino's they merchandise in it. everything anyway. Everything, so how yeah. would they not have Baby Yoda stuff? Like there's a new robot in the latest Star Wars movie that has merchandise all over, and it's not that great of a robot. It looks like the Pixar lamp on a wheel. Like <laughs> you can tell they're like this. You know, BB-8 is kind of not popular, so we need another little robot. We need another R2D2. So we got this little guy, and he's kind of cute because he's got his anxieties and stuff, and. Like if somebody tries to touch him, he backs up and says, no, thank you. Like, it's it's adorable. Don't get me wrong. But it's not Baby Yoda. Like, <laughs> Baby Yoda is everything. <laughs> and there might be, probably not, but might be a time where Baby Yoda isn't everything. But for right now, it is. And the fact that there isn't any solid official merchandise coming out until April is insane to me. But the story as a whole was really good. Like they make you care about robots in this series more than I have since Wally. You know, oh, like oh. and Gina Carino was awesome in it. Karina, Carino, because you had just mentioned her before. Carano? She's, Car- I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to say her name either. She's in it and she's great. The Mandalorian is awesome. Uh there's a lot of nods and characters from the Star Wars universe in it. There is some fun poking at stormtroopers and their ability to shoot. And <laughs> it's just every character you come across is pretty well developed and thought out before you even really, before they even say anything. And they each have their own personality right off, off the gates. There was probably only one episode where I was like, all right, this is a little, little boring. But overall, like, it's a solid series, and it's kind of a must. I recommend it more than Rogue One or Solo. Like, those ones were okay. Yeah, I haven't this seen is, Solo yet. I just, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. No I just kind of don't <laughs> need to see it right now. Yeah. But uh, I, I still think it's better than the last three Star Wars that have come out with the, the latest ones, even though those are all pretty solid. Yeah. This one is better. This series, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, I think, and I just the side note with the whole Han Solo movie, that was what was so cool about his character is you didn't know what he's done. Yeah, it to just me, left this mystery. This kind of a mystery guy, and then to go and explain everything, you're like, oh, okay. And he was kind of cool enough not having all of it. You just know he's yeah, just he, yeah rogue dude that just kind of plays by his own rules and leaves it at that. Like that's kind of all you really needed out of. All right. Getting down to the end of our pluses and our, we'll try to burn through our looking forward to. Well, our looking forward, my looking forwards actually are actually tied to my top five. So it, it'll work out. We'll get through it quick. All right. So number two is borderlands three. Nice, we have another match. Yes, I knew that was going to be on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the it it's just as good as Borderlands Two. Um, it's so much better than the pre sequel. But yeah, just in general, I wish they had the original Jack in it, just because the voice isn't quite the same, but it's still fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I lo- I loved everything about it. Uh, the new characters are great. They're not. They don't feel like. Um, like they're rehashing the previous fault hunters. Yep. They like, they, they feel like their own characters, which is really yeah. cool. Even uh, including a, another playable siren. 
her power set is so different than yeah. the previous two. Like I didn't really enjoy Lilith's siren abilities too much, but I didn't really play her enough. Maya was amazing. I loved yeah. that one. That was my main. And it kind of it expanded nicely on all the characters that we were used to. There was some I wish would have shown up, like Krieg. I'm really sad that he didn't show up yet. Yeah, I was kind of surprised he wasn't in there somewhere. But in he- my head, I created an entire amazing scenario where he gets revenge on a certain character in a very cool way, like a <laughs> fan fiction way. I was like, oh, that'd be so cool. Then it's like. There was none of him, which I get. There's only so many characters you can bring back. Yeah, I mean, the the uh, Borderlands universe is, has so many characters. Yeah, you don't want okay. a Toy Story for it and make it too many so you get lost. Yeah, yep. So, no, that was my that was my, my number two. It was just so good from start to finish. The And I kind of was hoping that um, the Typhon character was going to be the bad guy. Not really a spoiler. I thought they yeah. were kind of a cool twist. I'm like, oh, but no. They went a cool way with it. Though. They did. Like, I'm not saying I'm just going how I'm it like, went. Oh my god! But part of me is waiting for like a twist. And yeah. You know, I thought, oh, that'd be a cool twist. He wasn't. He was the lovable character. You, you got through the whole game, so it was fine. But my like, idea behind him is that he didn't do any of these things. He just mm-hmm. like told these amazing stories and motivated people to do things and find adventure yep. and. Like, I was expecting him just to be, like, just this little old man or not even a little man, just like a, just some character that had literally no power or ability or yeah. tech. Just, oh, I just traveled the world, you know, and <laughs> dropped off these recorders and started these amazing stories that became legend, you know? Yeah, kind of like, no, they, I, say, they say I did what now? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's discovering new stories about himself as he's going, like, really? They say that? Huh. Yeah, like, oh, I heard about that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, this is literally what happened. And but no, I thought, you know, storytelling wise, they they nailed it. The maps were almost overwhelmingly amazing and different. I think they learned a lot with uh the pre-sequel where the bad guy bosses were all the same looking dude, like a, a large person in a spacesuit, and all the maps were gray. Yeah. And cool. the characters didn't feel too amazing. You know, Claptrap was fun because he was unique, but overall, it didn't feel different. It felt like a expensive DLC. So I think they learned the lesson there. Like, we got to go back to what made this game huge, yeah. and that was loot and fantastic maps. Yeah. Well, the I'm still not even half through the casino map. That I played a little bit gigantic. More. Like I said, I stopped oh playing God. because I hit the level cap. Once they increase the level cap from 50 to like 60, yeah, then I'm going to start up again because I don't want to waste. I, I shouldn't say waste. I don't want to use all that time. All that story. Just to do story and not get yeah. abilities out of it. Mm-hmm. I, get, I totally get that. Yeah. So I started playing as my second and third <laughs> Vault Hunters. I got mom playing it. So that Which was a good one. It was kind of fun. She kept saying, I'm screwing this up. I'm going to die. And like, then I'm going to resurrect you. We're fine. That's how games work. Yep. You die and you keep playing. Mm -hmm. Or if it's Dark Souls, you die and you just, you die. You die and you just go, screw this noise. Yeah. And you die some more. And then eventually (laughs) you die a little less or in a little cooler ways. (laughs) That's like uh, this one meme I saw where it's a, 
a guy steps on a rake, it hits him in the face. And then it says, uh, Dark Souls. And then the next time you see him, he's using the rake, doing a, a rail grind, lands the rail grind, and then gets hit in the face and says, Dark Souls after practice. <laughs> <laughs> you're still dying, you're just dying in a cooler way. Yeah. All That's right. kind of like, all, like all the deaths in the, the Laura Croft games now. They're all very accurate. You're like, oh! Yeah. God, or in uh, Sunset Overdrive, the deaths in there are so <laughs> amazing. Or the so respawn. Awesome. So you want to die. Yeah. Like I spent, I think Travis came over and I spent like an hour just dying and showing him all the deaths. <laughs> <laughs> I can get right, that one. I haven't played it in a really, really long time. I started replaying it on the computer and I was like, all right, this is fun. But then a bunch of other games came. The Let's look to the future. Insane, what do you, do you have your number five? I think I did five because I covered. Oh, wait, yeah, I think it ended up working out because I did Love, Death and Robots, VR, okay. one, two, Mandalorian, the Marvel movies and Borderlands three. OK, so I have one more top five then. OK, I think you went first. Maybe that's why it's throwing me. Okay, you're going to laugh at this one because you think I'm a nerd. And you actually said you're so weird when I told you about it. Um, <laughs> and I don't care because I love it too much to, to, to care what you think right now. Um, no, it's, 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 called, it's a Belgian soap opera, sort of. It's not, it's not a soap. It's not cheesy like a soap. It's actually... But it's dramatized fiction. Well, yeah. Um, and, it, okay, it's going to sound like I'm swearing, but I'm not. <laughs> well, you're speaking in I, Belgium, I pro- so. well it's not really in Belgium well cor- sort of um, it's their version of the F word but in English it's not swearing okay. that makes any sense that's fair so any Belgian listeners I'm really sorry but this is what it's called pretty great. yeah um, it's called W. it's called what the fuck so F-O-C-K and it's um, sure. so yeah it's close um Basically, what the story is, is um, it's based on a, a a Norway soap. It's the same thing. And what they what they did is they licensed out the show so different countries could do their own versions. And they've kind oh, of neat. tied them together as almost like an alternate universe kind of a thing, which is like a, they even mentioned it in the last season of the one I'm watching. It's called the multiverse. So each character has another version of itself somewhere else. Which makes it really neat because you're trying to figure out, okay, is this character this person from the other show? Or, and there's an American version uh, called uh, Scam Austin, so it's based in Austin, Texas, and Scam is Nor- Norwegian for uh, shame. So that's how the show started. Hmm. And there's one in France, there's one in Spain, there's the Belgian one, and there's one in Austin. I think there's one more that I don't. Oh, Netherlands has one too. Kind of um, wild. I actually, I haven't watched all of them, um, but then the. The character, corresponding character in each season has their, and every character has their own season. They are the main character of that season from their perspective. So the first season is kind of a, it's based on a teenage girl who's have a, she's a relationship with her boyfriend and it's kind of up and down and there's jealousy and she starts drinking. And the second season's based on kind of a, uh, two characters who aren't loved by their families who end up finding each other, which is kind of, you know, it's a cliche storyline. The third Sorry. season cliches is always, huh? Cliches can be fun. Yeah. There's a reason why they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third season is typically the gay lesbian. They actually is the Spain 
one did transgender character was the main character of that season. The fourth season deals with xenophobia. So interesting. I think, yeah, and then the fifth like season, I'm not topics. Yeah, and and then you get to see that person's life, and then the other characters are revolve around them, so they still interact with each other. But um, the main character is the main character through the whole season, and they get you know from start to finish, it's all about them. And I got one of my friends on Tumblr shared something. I'm like, well, this looks interesting. So I started. Well, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like obsessed. It's like 24 seven. I watch clips some some clips every day. It's yeah, fan fiction. I'm falling in the hole and I can't get out. So that's- see, what you describe sounds incredibly interesting. Like I I like the idea. They should almost call that what if, and that should have yeah. been on Netflix because <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds pretty cool. Like usually when you talk about your <laughs> your foreign soap operas i think of sister-in-law trish and she watches korean dramas and stuff so you guys yeah. have a lot to talk about um <laughs> i, I never got into like those, a soap but... opera where people are having these dramatic pauses and music a... and then they say something in a language i don't understand yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's not like it's a typical soap but i mean that's the only way i could describe it to you know to us as americans and what they do is what the the concept of the show is they release clips at so like they'll say at friday at 9 15 and they'll air it online at 9 15 p.m so it's like it's happening right now so it's almost like an old school tv show where it's on at this time like a serial yeah to be there yeah and at the end of the week then they would put all the episodes onto all the clips into one episode and then put that online so if you wanted to watch as you as it happened you could or you could wait um, and one thing I'm loving is every character has its own social media. So it's like you're watching, you're still getting, even though the show's not airing right now, you're still getting content from the characters. And it's in person or in character too. In so character, like yeah. So and so works like, at a video Oh my God, did you see this person shared a picture? And you go on, I'm like on Instagram all day, every day, checking for new things. It's, yeah. Hmm, that's kind of fascinating too. Yeah, it was, yeah. See, that's so, something and, Black Mirror could have done. Mm-hmm. Is make a character on a show and then have them on social media and stuff. Yeah, and then the 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 Austin version actually had a. I just finished watching season two last night at work on break, and they had a twist on it, and my heart just broke. I'm just Aww. like, oh, I almost gasped out loud in the break room, but I kept it to myself. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, they have to have a season three. I have to know what happens now because this character who I did not like had a twist at the end i'm like oh i need to know what happens with him so yeah I hopefully was... hopefully they do have a season three of the austin one so i'm like oh that's on facebook watch i had that um that's interesting facebook has their own streaming stuff now it's There's not... gonna be so many <laughs> yeah the the interface isn't the greatest like if i turn, turn my phone on sleep and then go back to work and come back i have to re-upload facebook for it to work like it doesn't know what to do yeah hulu needs to dial in their interface too and get it more make more sense because like one thing they did that drove me crazy is if you're watching a show you know like i've been watching dirk gently if i happen to fall asleep while watching it it will continue to play which happens on netflix right if it finishes the series it will go to another one in your watch list and then start playing that one Oh, ick. So I could fall asleep watching Dirk Gently and then wake up and I'm in the middle of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or something. <laughs> if I haven't already seen that series several times over. Um, 
I'm going to wake up and be like, wait, what is going on? And then you have to backtrack and figure out where you are. That's why I don't, I, if I'm watching a series, I don't do it on my Because I'll yeah, forget I, what episodes I'm on and it's going to totally screw me up. Yeah, I'll lay, like, I've been falling asleep on the couch with Steph watching, like, uh, Hoarders or My 600 Pound Life documentaries like that. So if you fall asleep, it's no big deal. But Yeah. Or Catfish, you know. Yeah. And then all the music on all the shows have been awesome. I'm discovering a lot of new music I'd never heard of before. Nice. Yeah. So, and then somebody actually made a Spotify playlist of all the music from this last season. I've been playing that on repeat. There's like 40 songs on there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm like immersed in this or immersed in this world. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't get out. I don't want to. So yeah. But yeah, that's my number one. That's what I've been obsessed with for the last like two months, three months. Awesome. I might check it out. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, right. it's a soap, but I mean that the characters you actually are like real people. They're not like these. I don't like, I don't want to, I'm like a, a fantasy version of a person. They're like what an actual, you know, people who would be like that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, so that was, that was my number, my, my number one. Um, Let's take a look at the future. Um, stuff that we're really into. See, now I already want to change one of these. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to change one. Mm, we'll think about it. <laughs> well, you can do an if 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 you want, do an honorable mention at the end. Maybe. Yeah, I'll do an. It'll be an. Yeah. There's probably not enough to talk about. Um, I've got a couple games, a couple movies, and a TV series. I have a couple games and TV. There aren't nice. really any movies that I'm really like. I gotta see. Do we think we're gonna have any matches? I'm curious. I know we're gonna have one for sure. You think so? I don't think so. So my first game that I I saw ads for or you know articles for, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of neat. But I didn't for whatever reason my brain wasn't connecting that it's an actual full um sequel. I think in my head, I thought it was just like this little side thing, you know, like they'd already made like a second version of the game in VR, which I thought about playing and stuff is Doom Eternal. That was almost on my list. I've been watching clips when it, I think it was E3 last spring. And I was like, oh, that looks, looks pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> and I wasn't sure when I first got Doom. For the Xbox One, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we'll give it a try. And at the time, I had hurt my back. I had a real bad pinched nerve. So I couldn't play any games except for Minecraft. And then apparently Doom Eternal, because part of my injury was my uh, middle finger and index finger on my right hand were numb. So I couldn't feel things. And I had to have my hands a certain way to play games or so I could be comfortable. It was like six weeks stuck to a couch. Doom was one of the only games I could play, and I just plowed through it and loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that Borderlands 3's kind of parkour climbing was as smooth as in Doom. Yeah. Where you could jump up and haul yourself around and stuff. They tried it. That was my main grief with that game was I, I'm awful at that. But in Doom, it was as fluid and smooth. and the the battles were great. The monsters looked cool. 
the boss battles were phenomenal. So I started watching more about Doom Eternal. I'm like, wait, this is actually like a solid full game. For whatever reason, my brain was convincing me that it was like something on the side of the original Doom that or the Doom that just came out. And I don't yeah. know why I convinced myself otherwise and that it wasn't a full sequel. And it looks like it's going to tap more into a Skyrim version of that world where you have swords and melee less run and gun kind of stuff. And I'm really curious as to what they're going to change mm -hmm. for that. So I'm pretty jazzed up with that. Yeah, that almost made my list. Because, yeah, I really, I love the last Doom one. It made up for all the miss misses on Doom 3. Doom 3 yeah. was more of the of a horror version versus, you know, because, like, you only have yeah. a flashlight to look with and there's stuff wrong around that. you. It was more of a horror movie version. This that was more of the original Doom game that came out in the for PC back in the day where yeah. it's, you know, you're fighting hell. So that was, I think that's why I liked it so much more. I still got to beat Doom 3. I still have it. I bought it for my PlayStation, I think. I got a like a package deal and I have it. So I still want to yeah. play it and finish it. But it was almost, yeah. I didn't like the flashlight mechanic because it started giving me like headaches and tunnel vision yeah. because I, I have a whole it, giant screen and I only have like a three inch diameter circle that I can see with. Yeah. So I, I think that's why it's easier to play it on the PC versus... A console is because you yeah. have a smaller screen and you're closer to it, so you can actually. But yeah, yeah, that almost <coughs> analyst, we would have had a we would have had a match right. Away. All right, so when I, these aren't in any order, I well one's number one, but they really aren't in any order. <laughs> um, one of the four honorable mentions. Well, this one, I, and I'm hoping they have more. I just don't know, so I I just put it on there. Any Borderlands three DLCs, they're gonna come out. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, there's going to be some pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, because they always send out a ton. We, you know, like the Borderlands 2 had like six. It had the four main, <laughs> and then it actually, I think it had like four almost seasonal style ones, like mini yeah. ones. So I'm hoping so I'm, I'm expecting a lot more content. Yeah. Plus yeah, they did like the Halloween event and stuff, which was kind of a, a dud, but. It was neat at first. It was like, oh, this is cool. Until you realize you're playing the same board and the same character. Again. Yeah, and how no dang hard those You had to do it 25 times to get the achievement. I'm like, ah, uh, no. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I no, did it this, once and I was set. <laughs> that part, yeah, that part was frustrating enough. I'm not doing it 24 more times. Yeah. But yeah, the, I'm just hoping because the, like the, the raid on Jack's um, casino was, that is, that, that add-on so much fun. It's There's a so beautiful add-on, too. It is. It's just visually, and it has the same feel that, and it sounds kind of weird, the same feel that the the uh, Chris Pratt Jurassic Park, the first one, where I want to I be in this world. I don't care anything else that happens on. I want to know yeah. what's going on in this world. I want to live here for a little bit to see Ooh, what, what it's if, like. I'd love it if they made Borderlands 3 VR. I haven't Did got it? Borderlands 2 VR yet. I was going to say they have, it for, they have it for two, I think, but yeah. It's on Steam. You might be able to get it on Oculus Quest too. I'll have to look. But, I yeah, but yeah, that was my. I'm waiting for more DLCs to come out. Yeah. I didn't add that one, but I probably should have. That was, that was one I thought we'd match, so we are, probably aren't going to match any. Um, my next one's another game, and I'm hoping my computer can run it because apparently it's going to be a beast. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. We have a and match. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks amazing. The character creation you can do, the story. Um, it's, again, another RPG heavy game, but more very futuristic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like I'm reading even like the hardcore mode they have. It will turn off the user interface. So like playing a hardcore mode, you would have no. It's like, oh, my gosh, that'd be insane. <laughs> like, um, Well, I love the whole uh, dystopia world on anything, but I'm really loving like the Blade Runner world. You know, I'm yeah. all about that. The back, the background on my computer, the background on my phone, you know, <laughs> very neon and wet pavement. And, you yeah. know, I'm all about that. I'm just loving that aesthetic so much. So I'm like, cool, this is going to be so cool. Yeah. And I've been keeping an eye on it. was just delayed. So hopefully I think it's coming out in September of 2020. Yeah. I think it's the end, like the middle of September. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. And then the, the sudden debut of Keanu Reeves as a character yeah. in the story like how they kept that a secret is beyond me oh I know I just like oh, this is gonna be so cool he should almost be one of my top five of the year is th this has been the year of Keanu people yeah. absolutely finally realized how great Keanu Reeves is oh I know who I've been a fan of for decades yep just don't make him do a an accent and he's golden <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly he can't do a british accent they tried it's, that and that's fine only jillian anderson can do a british accent accurately yeah. and that's it that's okay if you ever watch sex education it's another show that i was gonna bring up during your your soap opera one yeah is that there's a character that i was genuinely concerned for through the entire series i'm like oh no it's not looking good for this this person. I, I don't think they're like I literally thought they were weren't gonna make it, you know, like they were gonna die. Yeah. I was genuinely emotionally invested and then I was like, oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well that show does come up because of the um the Belgian show. That show does come up as a connection a lot because they have a lot of in common things. So a lot of similar themes. To, yeah, I'll probably have to check into that one too yeah it's good and i was talking to brand at work he's like it's such a it's a solid show it's grown up but it touches on a lot of things that kids high schoolers are struggling with right now and he's like save for the the more grown-up scenes and activities that happen it would be like a good learning tool for kids you know for yeah. teenagers to watch and realize like hey this is the world you're in and it's not always pretty and sometimes you might be convinced that you need to behave or act a certain way and this is a good example of why not to but yeah yeah all right so that was a match cyberpunk i i hope my computer can handle it. if it does i'm gonna have to do like a low grade graphics because i'm not um denying the fact that my computer isn't a super powerful gaming computer it can play everything out there now yeah cyberpunk 2077 looks like it's gonna be a, a beast for it <laughs> yeah so i'm pretty excited to try that out on my uh my new my new system here so and I've yeah you'll be a, able to play it i've always been a console girl ever since you know after half-life 2 came out you know 20 years ago i switched to console because it was just easier to have a you know not have to use a keyboard and just have your but i might have to get that on my computer yeah, I wonder if it comes out for like an Xbox One, then yeah, maybe maybe I'll pick it up on there instead. Then I won't have to worry about it so much. 
that's not going to be a game I'll stream or anything. So games I don't plan on streaming on Twitch, I tend to lean towards getting on console. Yeah. Because so many people are going to be streaming that one. There's not going to be a point for me to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we had a match on that one. So we just talked about that. My next one is the Marvel TV shows that are coming out. There's three of them, right? Yeah, there's uh There's the Black Widow one. Or no, uh, WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. Which I'm really intrigued about because it almost sounds like she's going crazy and it's like an alternate universe kind of a thing. I, I bet. I think I'm she's kind of confused, but creating her own reality. Yeah, because Vision's in it and he didn't make it. Yeah, he of, didn't fare well. No, he didn't. Um, and of course, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is like Winter Soldier. Oh, I like forgot my, about that. I like kept thinking that was going to be a movie. Is like my favorite Avenger with Scarlet Witch. Those two are my favorite. Yeah. So, and then Loki's getting his own TV show. So I'm oh, just thank like, God. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. <laughs> I think it's going to take place after he kind of makes a run for it in Endgame, you know, and he kind of disappears for a while. I've I feel like reading. he's going to go off and have adventures and then he's going to come back. Yeah, but I've been reading up, up on it. Tom Hiddleston might not be in it. Hmm. They might make it more of a, like, you know, he'll be kind of having his own adventures, but it'll be different versions of him played. You know, like he's younger in certain spots because he's traveled other places. That. That's something I had read. I was hoping not because Tom Hiddleston just like nails that character. Yeah, I just don't want anybody else to play it, and it might ruin it for me. So I'm hoping that that's not the case. But I think that's why be. I haven't gotten D- um, Disney Plus yet, because the only thing I'd watch would be The Mandalorian, and I pay a monthly fee until See, more content that I want to watch. You say there. that, but there is a lot of good stuff on there. But I have so many yeah. other streaming things right now. I'm kind of I know that's where we're struggling so, too. But man, like. But I'm cleaning the kitchen of- Saturday morning. I can turn on the original X Men co- cartoon from the '90s, <laughs> or Chip and Dale, Gargoyles. I don't know. There's a lot on there. We've is had a lot. It, of- is the Gummy Bears on there? It is. <gasps> right. Oh, I love <laughs> that show. And it holds up too. It's still really good. <laughs> well, good. So now I won't be disappointed when I when I watch it. Well, good. So yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get into that one. But I'm gonna wait until all the Marvel shows, and then I'll really, really watch it. Yeah, it's it's totally decent. It has all the Marvel movies. So I've been slowly chipping away as I'm doing stuff from the house. Like I'll play. I watched all the Iron Man movies, and then now I'm in the middle of watching all the Thor movies and <laughs> breaking up, throwing an adventure movie, Avenger movie in there left and right. You know, so I'm having fun with it. It's it's a great service to have. Are all the Marvel movies on there? Um, all the ones that are specifically owned by Marvel and DC. So like, okay, the Sony ones aren't. So like, uh, some of the, the Spider Man movies yeah. aren't on there, but the ones that are specifically owned by Disney are. But I wouldn't put it against eventually those showing up. Also, because that'd be something to do. You could watch all of them in order. Yeah, and they right there. And it's not, if you sign up, you don't instantly have every Disney movie. Like, there's some like Beauty and the Beast, their newest one isn't on there yet, but it'll come out. Stuff will f- come come and go. Um, Like, we just watched the newest Mary Poppins movie this weekend, and I was thoroughly impressed with it. I genuinely enjoyed it, I think, more than anyone else did. Because I look <laughs> at Mary Poppins like she's a Time Lord, so. Yeah, you have a different <laughs> different take on her. Just yeah. Um. 
My next one is a movie that is already people are kind of polarized. Is the new Ghostbusters movie? Oh, I forgot about that. I want to see that I think it looks too. totally great. It does. Like, and one person pointed out that Paul Rudd's character, so now you already know it's going to be golden, brings yeah. up that they haven't seen a uh, ghost trap in, like, 20 years or something like that. Yeah. And then they kind of pointed out, like, well, they used them in the all-female Ghostbusters story. I'm like, yeah, but that was an alternate dimension version. Yeah. Like, that wasn't... It, w- it wasn't a clear version. sequel. That wasn't the point. It was a different story, you know? So yeah. I was like, oh, no, it's still it's accurate. I think it looks totally, genuinely fun. Like yeah, the fact that everybody was in the original movies is gonna be part of it. Even Rick Moranis is coming back. I know, I love it. Super excited. What if him and Janine are like married with kids? <laughs> that would be great. Well, she wasn't a kid person though, so that'd be interesting to see if she had, they have kids. I think with Rick Moranis it could happen. Yeah. It'd be adorable kids. Oh god, they would be He's adorable. my spirit animal. <laughs> well that's your, I mean He's your Patronus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <You> just come <laughs> give people tax be, advice. That would be just amazing. Oh you coming out looking like Lewis from Ghostbusters <laughs> Two. I would like throw out my Patronus, and he's like locked out of the house. Like he's outside. <laughs> like, oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this. Rick Moranis is my Patronus. <laughs> there you go. Glad I could um. No, I just. I think that the cast they chose, the the story they're trying to tell looks really cool. Like, yeah, I like the idea that somehow the Ghostbusters have ended all like the dangerous ghost events. So it kind of is forgotten. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what happened in Ghostbusters 2. Like all that craziness in one happened and then two comes out and like, oh, yeah, it was all just a bunch of crap. It's like. Yeah, my dad thinks you're full of crap. Like what? Yeah. Like they just said that they gassed everybody and caused this whole thing. It's like. They what? closed the door to an alternate dimension. How is that crap? <laughs> the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, really. Everywhere. <laughs> so, like, they didn't really touch on it very well. So, hopefully, this one with a twenty-year span, they can say, "Yeah, you know, these these guys did blah blah blah." You know, I'm excited to see the story that they tell and who comes back and in what capacity. Like in the the all female led one characters would show up but it was like the actors it wasn't the original characters popping yeah. in and saying stuff you know so i'm pretty excited that everyone in the original two was coming back and they're going to continue the story so that that's one like a lot of people are like oh i think it's gonna be dumb it's like well then don't go watch it i'm gonna watch it yeah love it. yep i'm just loving yeah you're right I like all the original characters back that's gonna be so much fun yeah so yeah i forgot all about that one that's yeah i'm excited for that one too um my next one is the roswell new mexico season two comes out in about like six weeks and i'm just like chopping up the bit to watch it is that different than the roswell show that was out in the mid 90s is it a totally different thing it's a different retelling of it yeah it's kind of like the same between ghostbusters and the new the last ghostbusters movie i mean the characters are kind of the same but they're older they're not high school kids so, yeah, so the, the whole premise of the show is that they, you know, they're aliens. We know this. Um, and But they uh, there's a gap between when they were in high school. It jumps back and forth between their senior year of high school and the present. So they're all about 30 years old. Um, but, yeah, I just got, I like, oh, this looks pretty good. I'm going to watch this. And I never watched the original show. 
So I have no frame of reference between the two. But uh, yeah, so and and then the characters are slightly different. Um, people are complaining because there's there's a gay character now, and there wasn't one in the original show. The original show, oh, everybody, no. everybody was white, and now there's there's people of color in the second. Oh, no. well, I know, like white privilege is not loving this very much. Like, well, that character wasn't Hispanic in the original. That's just oh, that's just those those um what's the word what's that acronym they use justice warrior or whatever social justice yeah. warrior making S- it like S- no S-K-W it's making thing. it like real life you freaking yeah, moron <laughs> like, like oh no inclusion well it's just the I'm fact that be as viewed as much you know and here's white male. here's my whole thing it's based in roswell new mexico okay and in the original show there were no hispanic people yeah there'd be a couple how is that a thing how is that possible be a couple <laughs> You know, and then so there's there's Hispanic families and there's you know and they go like, oh well and then they have ice in there you know in a, in the first episode um, arresting people it's kind of like in the background well that's just those Justice Warriors no that's happening now so how it's, can you have not have it in the show it's just like it's, oh my god take it's just, your blinders it's, off it's just part of the life we're in right now not to get exactly. into political but it's. It's representing a part of our culture that's happening. Yeah, that's, it's happening now. It's not like they're story. making it up. Yeah, if so, if you get yeah. offended by that, that says more about you than what's actually being shown. Exactly. So yeah, season <laughs> two comes wrong on. With inclusion. Yeah, season two comes on March sixteenth, and then they actually got um, renewed for season three. So I have probably they only have like partial seasons though. They're kind of a mid-season show, so there's like twelve episodes. So I have at least twenty-four episodes coming that I'm happy about. So yeah, that was my so, number. That was my number two. Creepy random message I've gotten on Facebook or on my phone. Fortnite season two release date. Like, <laughs> how did I know? <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one's another movie that I never even heard of until I saw. I think we saw the trailer for it during. Oh, what movie were we watching? Stuff and I went and saw. I don't think it was during Joker. No, Star Wars. Star Wars. When we went and saw the last Star Wars movie. It's called Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. It sounds familiar. So it starts out, if you get a chance to watch a trailer, it's pretty great. It's a guy that works at a bank, and the bank is constantly being robbed. Like, all the time, people in wild costumes come in and rob the bank. And he's just, okay, lays down and just having this, uh, it's very Lego Dimensions. You know, or the Lego movie, just like, okay, this is our world, you know, and he's talking to the security guard and they're just talking about their weekends while this guy is cleaning out the tills and the safe. And then also one day he's like, what if I don't lay low? What if I just see what happens? So he decides to stand up to the, the robber, kills the guy. And then was freaking out, like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. So he takes, there's all the robbers, like everywhere around him is just insanity. Crime, people running, car crashes, and helicopter explosions everywhere. And it's just daily life for them. He takes these glasses off. The person he just killed puts them on. And it's a user interface, a HUD. Here, he is an NPC in like a Grand Theft Auto online game. (laughs) And all these robbers are players going around committing crimes to get experience and money. And then all of a sudden, he has this awakening. Like, wait a minute, I'm in a video game. I'm like, that is brilliant. I was like, that's <laughs> Ready Player One level stuff. 
Yeah, there you go. And then, uh, so he starts going on this whole adventure fighting against these characters and these humans and these other programs, blah, blah, blah. And somebody has the fan theory that his character ends up getting pulled out of the video game and becomes Deadpool because Deadpool's ability to see beyond the fourth wall, like this character does. Like, okay, you got me. I'm sold, (laughs) you jerk. I am in. Like, it just it looks like a really fun movie. Like, especially for anybody that plays video games. Like, if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, you have to see this movie to see what it would be like from the other side of the screen. But it looks very violent, and so again, yeah, I'm on their their IMDb page, and it looks it looks pretty cool. It looks hilarious. I'll have to watch the video when we're done. I don't want to screw up the recording right now. I'll look at it later. Yeah. But now your computer can handle that workload. Well, <laughs> so I don't want to mess up the audio. No, that's and, totally fair. Yeah, so it I would bleed through. Yeah. So yeah, the the it would yeah because I have headphones in and it would cut you off and anyways. So no, that looks pretty good. I'm kind of a uh, I'm kind of excited for that too now. All right. So my number one is back to my number one from my top five. The season four of WTF coming out. I'm not sure when, but I'm hoping that it's it comes out soon because the character that would be it would be a Muslim character living in Belgium and she's awesome. So I'm hoping that she gets her own season and I'm kind of excited for that. I do like the idea that each character gets like their own season and their yeah. own as opposed to um blending and forcing everyone to fill up every scene. Like yeah. that's like we've said in, you know, on um Dexter and uh what was the other one I was talking about? Black Mirror. Black Mirror and stuff where it's it's too many people trying to get too much airtime. Mm-hmm. Or no, what if? Where it's like, oh, what if? That's what it was, yeah. Um, yeah, and I love ensemble anything. I don't mm-hmm. like it when I I would rather see a movie that doesn't have a main character in it. I like yeah. it when all the characters you need all of them to make it work. I love that about anything. So that that's what this show is like. You can't have, you know, you need all the characters to interact with each other, which is like normal life. So I mean, you don't. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of excited. I'm excited for that. So hopefully they yeah, it plays as well as I, I think it's going to, because all the actors on the show are so good too. So I'm like, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Yeah, and I think yeah. my number one. It's gonna sound kind of self serving. Is <laughs> nerd mode in general? I am really hoping that <laughs> 2020 we work. To get it where it was when it first came out, the pod- podcast. I know scheduling is going to be difficult, um, but I'm gonna on my end. I'm gonna work on building the brand up via Twitch, and even like I said, if I have to do solo podcasts, I want to push for that. Push for more Twitter interactions. Push for more Instagram. I'll work more content on, on Facebook. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll I'll be more on content and sharing stuff yeah. and. And well, I'll help too because I, I only I, every other week I have opportunities to do the actual podcasting and streaming side of it. So then I have another week where I could focus on content creation, and I might try to figure out a way when we podcast of recording that vi- the video of it, mm-hmm. 
and then posting that to YouTube. So we will create YouTube content as well. Hopefully it will depends. I don't want to bog down my system too much because as no. we know, all it takes is one thing to not work. And then an episode doesn't happen. <laughs> like I was nervous today that our, oh, yeah. we couldn't get it to start recording. Yep. God record. Then the recording stopped about a half hour ago and then start up again. So, so that's my main goal of 2020 for our podcast is to get it back where it was to the point where we might try to make shirts or stickers. Like I'm, I'm going to try a quote unquote grassroots thing where I want to get stickers made of the nerd mode logo and maybe details on where to find us on Instagram, Twitch and all that along the bottom. Because I'm noticing still after years where I'll go to a store and somebody will compliment my shirt or the buttons on my coat because I've got nerd buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, that if that interaction happens, I'll pull out a sticker and hand it to the person, like mm-hmm. a business card in a way. I still want to make our evil corporation softball league t-shirts. That'd be pretty cool. So yeah. I always have ideas and I always have thoughts of what I can do for the show, for the stream, for the content we have. We have such a giant umbrella of topics we can cover. Oh yeah. And we like all everything. The time. So it works yeah. out. But I just need to really focus on the application of those things and make mm-hmm. sure that my ideas don't just get stuck in my head or in a notebook that I'm actually putting them out and creating things. Yeah. Well, so maybe I've been watching we'll Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and stuff on how to create your brand and help it grow. For instance, my Twitch stream is doing, I think, very well. I mean, I'm no ninja or any of those guys, but when I record or when I stream, people show up and I have fun interacting with them. And then I'm learning that that growth only happens while you're streaming. If I don't Mm -hmm. create content elsewhere, It'll always be just this slow crawl towards getting what I would love to see our show become. Like I would, I would love to be able to like give out shirts and have more fan interactions because that's always been a struggle is getting fan interactions with the podcast. You know, besides our close circle of friends, I'd love yeah, to get yeah. emails and stuff and questions and ideas of what we should talk about beyond our actual personal friend group i want to expand out reach out to more people so that's what i'm excited about for 2020 is i really need to dial that in with some other stuff around me myself but as far as the nerd culture is i would love nerd mode become more of a a hub like we've tried having a website but it was way too expensive and not feasible yeah. in this this day and age. You don't need a dot com anymore. You just no, need a Facebook you don't. Not, this is before that when you needed that. You don't need. There's so many free things you can host on now that. Yeah, yeah. There's no real point anymore. No. No, and then you know, well, since I have a week off every few weeks, maybe we'll record two shows that week. Yep. So we have yeah, two stuff in the bag hours. for later to post. We can keep posting stuff. So. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about. Because God knows on those weeks off, I don't have much to do. Yeah. <laughs> Until I can get outside and start working in my yard, I don't got much to do. Yeah. Minnesota winters, you get kind of stir crazy. Yeah, you're kind of stuck inside till the snow's gone. And even then, you're still stuck inside because it's too cold. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. 
So yeah, that's what I, that's my main thing that I'm hopeful and excited for. To keep, I want to ride this wave of creative ideas that I've got and actually mm-hmm. push them out and make stuff with them rather than, oh, that'd be so cool if we did this. Yeah. And then well, let it sit. We'll have to have like brainstorming meetings more often than just us yeah. in the car for a few weeks talking. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, it's, is it's that all of our plan? That's all of our that, stuff. Now, my, my honorable mention. Yeah, um, go ahead. What I'm really excited about is the Cybertruck. I love that Cybertruck. What is that? The Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about uh, it. I forgot. I, I forgot want one to... so bad, and it's so ugly and dumb, but it looks so <laughs> great. And it's got autopilot. I could just ride to work. My 50 minutes. <laughs> oh, I my God. Go. It is ugly. But it's so great ugly. It's so Blade Runner. Like, <laughs> like somebody put a picture of one of the cars in Blade Runner. It's the Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, my God. It's really, really ugly. Can you imagine that thing parked in the parking lot at work? Absolutely. Because I would be parking it there. <laughs> and I would be getting out of it. And I would stand for half an hour staring at how terrifically low-poly ugly it is. <laughs> oh, I love the thing. I just yeah. love it. Yeah. I'd name it Deckard. <laughs> Maybe oh not that. Who was the main robot? In oh, it was a chick too. Hang on, let me look. I was thinking of um. Oh, uh, Roger Howard's character. character? Yeah. Let me just look. His name was in there. Roy Beatty, or Batty, Roy Batty. Hmm, well, that's the main not a good car name. The main female character's name is Rachel. Nah, nah, that's too boring. Deckard it is. Or what was his police buddy? I thought he had a cool name. I don't know who was who played his police buddy. Uh, Daryl really... Hannah's, Hannah's character's name is Pris. What is it? Pris. Pris, that's a good Kowalski, one. was that the guy? I don't know, I'd have to look. We're going on a tangent here. At, as we're signing the show out here. That's okay. Like we don't tangent all the time. <laughs> it's played by that real like um popular Hispanic actor. Oh, okay. That's Gaff. Gaff. Oh, see that's a good G-A-F-F. name. G A F F. Yeah, that's a good name too. Now if you're gonna go I don't know. Zora, that's a good one. Hannibal Chu. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like Hmm. Nah, I'd have to name it Pris. That's a good one. We could always go with the the newer version of Blade Runner. I haven't watched it yet, which is bizarre. Okay, that's the last thing I'm going to talk about. So, the latest Blade Runner I purchased from the video store at, in Hutch when it shut down mm-hmm. um, at Cashwise. Went in and bought a bunch of movies for like super cheap. And I bought the newest Blade Runner. I'm like, oh, sweet, you know? And then when I was on Straight Midnights, I put out a status and it said Blade Runner 20, what was it, 2049? Yep. Finally, and it said, Chuck is watching Blade Runner 2049. I've never watched it. Oh, weird. Um, I don't remember, so I don't know if I put it in and then just stopped or fell asleep. 
I don't know. It was just bizarre. <laughs> huh. But I'm going to have to watch it. So I think we're good. I think this is a I good spot. I think we're spot. good. Yep, because I got I, my coffees. No, I need. So yeah, it's time to pull up steaks and get ready for work. Yep. I was thinking about going in early, but I think at best I'll go in an hour early. But I don't even think so. I'm probably just going to do the normal come pick you up and go in. Perfect. Um, oh, so yeah, this has been Nerd Mode. Thanks for listening. I'm glad we were able to record. And so far, knock on wood, all the recording checks out, except for there might be a little 25, 30 second hiccup about the yeah. hour and a half mark, give or take. Um, I am Space Buck Chuck. With me as I'm always. Ditsy B. Ditsy B. And we're going to do everything we can to make sure we have um a lot more content coming out come check me out on twitch under spacebuck chuck i stream mostly sims and budget and time management games like two point hospital or graveyard keeper um i don't do a lot of first person shooters action games because people get bored watching me play those i think it's because i don't interact as much i focus too much on the game i am a definite chill Come chit chat. I respond aggressively. Respond to people talking to me about video games and pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe we'll get Angie set up where I'll even let you use the Spacebook Chuck stream. Maybe we'll change the name to maybe if I can get Nerd Mode. I tried when I first set up. I'd love to have a Nerd Mode Twitch stream as well, so that if there's a day you want to stream a game you're playing, I can teach you how to do that. So we can double down on that as well. Um, yeah. Uh, we're on Instagram at nerd mode. And then email is nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Although that's only been used once. Once and it was kind of awkward. <laughs> because it was when we were casting a Gears of War movie. And somebody saw the post and sent their acting resume. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad. And I emailed them like, oh, I'm just a podcast. But I am so sorry. But good luck, you know, hopefully she's got a career working working towards something. I felt so bad. Yeah. Did but you ever overall, get a response back? Um, yeah, she said thank you and understood, you know. I, okay. I think it was because I put it out on Twitter and she saw it. Oh, I um, see. And then I get a lot of stuff about comic book men bringing stuff in to have them bid over. And I was like, I don't have anything. Why are you sending me stuff? I don't live in new jersey i can't do that that's not a thing yeah but then it kind of that was a behind the scenes realization that people don't just wander into that show with stuff like they seek them out to bring them on and it kind of broke down that reality show versus planned reality but anyway um yeah i think this is where we can sign off and say see you next year <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 see you no, very, very soon. <laughs> maybe even this weekend or something, since I have the computer back here set up to record. Maybe if we yep. want to talk about something quick, we can sit down for half an hour and get those mini sods out. More. Yep, I'm I'm off this weekend, and then I'm off for sure next weekend because then I'm off for a week. So, yeah, we can do that. We'll make we'll we'll do what we can. Yes, we'll figure it out. All right, and as usual, learn something about everything and everything about something. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Thank you.
Plans that I made start to fade The sun setting go, thought I would grow 